Professor Bryn Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash the vulnerable scientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Hi again. Welcome to part four of uh, Dr. Chambo's story where I start by asking him why I applied for postdoc and more questions come in. And these, these conversations that um, we are having about his personal life and also his, the science part of his life. And I find, I kind of find it interesting to know someone in that way. So enjoy. So uh, tell me about uh, why did you apply for a postdoc back at Ilri again. Okay. So when I, you remember I told you I worked with, uh, I was first invited by um, Bob Skilton. Mm. And when I was using, I was leaving, mm. he told, requested from me, do you know any, other fellow from different parts of Africa who mm. can be doing the same work you did. Mm. I say yes. Mm. Because in Cameroon, as I was helping my supervisor to, uh, to work with the fellows from Chad, from Gabon, from Central African Republic, from different mm -hmm. countries. Mm -hmm. So I was connected also to some students in different mm. countries doing things similar. Okay. That's why I shared the connections with uh, Rob Skilton and we started working with them, mm. including some of the guys like uh, Joel, who is at uh, Egerton University now as lecturer. Mm -hmm. So I connected for, to them remotely and mm. start building connections for them to come and do the same work so that we try to map the community of practice on chicken genetic in Africa. Mm. So I was doing it from Cameroon, of course, mm. but I noticed that there is a need to come to be closer to this high level science also to be mm. able to support many others. Okay. That's why finally at um, 2016, I think so, there was a call mm. for postdoc position here at uh, Baker mm. and he was looking at developing African chicken genetic resources and supporting the community of practice. Mm. I say, wow, so supporting the community of practice is something I've been doing already mm. in Cameroon remote. Mm. So why can I apply and come to Baker to mm. do that? And at that time, I think Wellington was already the head of capacity building here. Mm. So, and he also encouraged me to apply, same as the, the others, uh, staff from Baker. I said, yeah, okay, let me apply. Mm. And they went through the same process of uh, competitions, etc. And finally, 2017, I, I was, uh, uh, recruited as a postdoctoral scientist in Baker mm. with, uh, 
very defined term of reference is what I've tried to cover. Mm. Was a two or three year contract date. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, two years mm. contract. Mm. I think I fulfill all what ex- was expected from me. Mm. Then uh, 2017, mm. 2019, sorry, I moved to uh, the Center for Tropical Astrogenetic and Health mm. and still based here in the Nairobi. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, I love this story. It's It's quite interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are the challenges that you faced uh, after your journey through after finishing your PhD to now? Because now you're a scientist now, like you're, you're no longer a postdoc. Yes. So, what are the challenges that you faced th- during that period from your PhD to now? First, from the PhD, uh, when I finished, uh, I was lecturer in Cameroon. Mm. Though I had the first grant, mm. uh, resource mobilization in national system is not so easy. Mm. Particularly when you're from Central Africa region, it's not really easy there. Mm-hmm. Though I managed to also have the grant with the One Health Central Initiative. Santa and Eastern Africa, that was mm. called Oshia. The mm. name had been changed to Afrohun. Mm. That's how from 2015 till 2017. Mm. And when I came here, I was then the country focal point for the project, which is, in fact, the bigger project is hosted at the Makerere University here in Uganda. Mm. But the, cha- the first challenge is resource mobilizations to support your students. Mm-hmm. It is very challenging. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to put the hands in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, what I faced when doing my uh, research, I mm-hmm. did not want really my students to be facing the same challenges. That's why most of the time I support mm-hmm. my students mm-hmm. when need be. Yeah. Because also my vision is you have to build a team around you. A team doesn't need always to be people closely around you, but mm. one of member of the team can be in Australia, another in China, whatever, but you are mm. working as a team. And yeah. these are also being challenged because to do that, to have a team working on the same portfolios, you need resources. Mm. And it is this ch- still the same challenge Mm. that we have till today because we need to build a team. Mm. But when you recruit someone, you need to uh, at least cover the charges. The person needs to cover his personal needs, etc. And mm. if it is the students, you need to make sure that you have your reagents, you have the consumables, mm. you have the animals to do your research. Mm. Yeah. What are the good things that have come out of all this uh, um, research yeah. as a First, person, the, like what, what, what have you, what are the highs that you've experienced from doing your PhD to now? From the time I moved to from the national system mm-hmm. to ILRI, 
I've learned a lot. What do you mean national system? From the country level in Cameroon mm. uh, to Ilri. Okay. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. someone also moving from Calro to Ilri. It's oh, different. Okay. These oh. are different systems. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I've learned a lot being closer to very high top scientists mm. here. Mm. And uh, someone looking at my research gate profiles or whatever will see that on annual basis, the quantity of publications I may have produced is quite good number and good quality. For example, mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. something that has been very good for me personally. Mm-hmm. But now what we are doing is not for ourselves only. That's mm-hmm. why we need to extend we need to have the impact at different level. Mm. And that impact may be the people I've mentored around me, and people I'm still mentoring, for example, to mm. also grow. Mm. And most importantly, how what we are doing could be having positive impact on the life of our farmer, farmers, for example. Mm. That's how I told you about what we are doing now on the crop preservations of poultry genetic resource. Mm. This is not only to safeguard the genetic material from mm. extensions, mm. but also to use them to improve productivities, meaning improving the livelihood, improving mm. food, security, food security mm. within our communities. And mm. to do this, I am also working in close collaboration with Calro, mm-hmm. who is developing the Kenyaji, for example. Do you want to say what Calro is? Kenyan uh, Agricultural Livestock Research Organization. Okay. Yeah. So I work closely with, with them mm-hmm. to make sure that the technologies that is developed and hosted here is transferred mm-hmm. to the national systems Mm-hmm. And from there, they pick it mm-hmm. to really transform the livelihood for all of us to have the good, sweet Kenyaji that we love. Mm. Mm-hmm. And okay. for me, that mm. is the most important thing, having mm. the impact at the ground level. Um, is there any challenge or high that you've experienced in your entire journey to where you are right now that um, is directly related to your career or not, but is, but inf- maybe personal, but influenced your career decisions or whichever? Yes, of course. As I told you, you always have people around you who inspire you. Mm. And at Ilri, you have a lot of people who are really uh, inspiring. Mm. And there are also people who trust you, who you don't want to uh, fail. Mm. Yeah, that is something that you have in mind. Even if, even when you are down, you think about that, you say, I have to succeed. Because mm. some trust was invested in me. I don't I don't have to betray that uh, those Trust. people. Mm. Yes, and um, 
Yes. When we are working also, as I said, when we are visiting mm. farmers, you look at their need. Mm. You see what you can do to help them. Mm. It may not be so uh, so quick, also immediate actions. Mm. But you, from when you come back, you say, huh, what I'm doing, maybe if I adjust it this way, this way, mm. it can end up helping the farmers to to cover the gaps they are filling on their business, on their agro-business. Mm. But the main challenge is always financial resources. Mm. There is a lot to be done. Mm-hmm. We need people to do that. We need staff. Mm-hmm. We need people from different experience. Mm. But sometimes we can't hire them or we mm. can't keep them mm. because we don't have the resource. Mm. Yeah. So this is one of the bigger challenge. Ideas are we have wonderful ideas at URI from different things from animal and human health, last dog genetics to socioeconomics and uh, social science down there in Marahouse, etc. That we just need to put together, but sometimes we lack funds to really implement all those ideas. But we keep pushing Mm. and we have to bring on board younger generations, new talents, and people who are ready to transform to migrate from one sector to the other and transform their sectors like Sarah is doing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, You mentioned that you you still do photography when you're going for safaris. And also during the weekends, you also mentioned that you you do uh, something to do with going to visit the farmers, going to their... Uh, rural areas and you know just having conversations and this is actually not your like you're doing not you, at, at this point as much as it's it um kind of supplements your work it's not it's more out of fun right yes yeah is there any other thing that you do that is not related to science and uh, it's fun it's a hobby it does not pay you <laughs> you're doing it for fun what do you do on your free time? Sometimes I read. I spend time with my kid. When reading. Possible. Reading, yeah. Which books are you reading? Oh, I have a lot of... I'm French speaker mostly, you know. Sorry? Mostly speak French. So I have a lot of French books here. Uh, Just uh, literature. And sometimes also books to build capacities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what, mm, what's your, what's your favorite also, book? What's your favorite book? Okay. There is, I have them in French huh. that uh, I read and I also read with my kid to keep their French here because if you don't keep their French, you will disappear. So hmm. uh, I can say, for example, Comment se faire des amis. This is one book in French, how to make friends, for example, mm-hmm. how to connect to people, mm-hmm. how to interact with people. Okay. Yes, yeah, these are a few things, things which help you in daily life. Mm. I've tried sometime to learn the Kiswahili, but uh, I don't know why I dropped totally. <laughs> so how do you? What? What? Okay. So how do you connect with farmers who don't speak? English. 
or there aren't such? So far, those have been connecting with, uh, at least they speak English. Oh. Yes, I've not gone to, I've not yet visited places where people are totally not conversing in English. Okay. In Kenya, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. sorry. So you said you also spend time with your kid? Yes, yes. Why Why is that important? Wow. Uh, why did you so say you wow? Know, <laughs> <laughs> you never thought you know, someone some, would ask you such a question. Sometime mm. before the COVID, mm. you know, we spent too much time traveling. Mm-hmm. So when you have the opportunity to stay with your kid, mm. you can't miss that. Mm. Yes. Even just sitting at home, seeing mm. what you are doing, taking them through their homework, mm. or adjusting what behavior that you see not good or whatever. Mm. Then the, on weekend also like this, mm. uh, after all, you need to go and look for their, uh, their lunch. Mm. Yes, whatever they need to school, we go out with them and look at it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. This is this is how we manage most of the time the weekends. If I'm around, mm. yeah, it's, yeah. Having the presence of the kids of the parents is always mm. something very important mm. to give them better orientations, of course. Mm. Thanks for talking about that. People don't find it important, but I find it important to talk about things that um, people value, scientists value in, your, in their lives. Uh-huh. What yes. other thing do you do? Uh, yeah, let me tell you that most of the time, mm. if I'm not doing those, if I'm not traveling, if I'm not with them, mm. if I'm not with a friend, one of the few, some of the few friends I have here in Nairobi, mm. you will find me in the office. Mm. I have to pre- prepare my week as well. Mm. So sometimes, you know, uh, when t- you have your own private agenda, right? Okay. You have few things that you want to push, which are not, which are totally not connected to, mm-hmm. to your TOR, your mm. job TOR. Mm. So you need to find also one or two hours to push mm. those things. Mm. And sometimes you find yourself with a piles of activities that you left since two years that you need mm. to push. Yeah. What are those things? Do you want to share them? Okay. For example, now when uh, today uh, in the office, mm. I'm not working on the current on the current activities that we are implementing, the ongoing mm. activities. Mm-hmm. But since few days, I've been working with uh, colleagues from the uh, Bed of Play Trust in Kenya mm-hmm. to see how the technology we are using here can be used by the Kenyan Wildlife Service or those conserving wildlife mm-hmm. to save the bed of prey in Kenya. Just a few weeks ago... Mm-hmm. As I told you, I, I read everything. I was reading even on the, my phone. Mm. I noticed that birds like uh, uh, vultures, eagles in Kenya mm. are severely threatened because of, of 
can be drought, lack of food, mm. but mostly in Kenya because of poisoning by populations. A what? Poison, poisoning. Oh. Yes. So you notice that that is also an area. Of course, it's wildlife. I'm not working automatically in wildlife, but the technology we are using can help. Mm. Uh, a weekend ago, when I was um, in the Nakuru County, in the field, mm. I used that opportunity to visit one of the uh, bit of prey center mm-hmm. in the, in the, somewhere in the, within Naivasha to see exactly what are the challenges being faced by the owls, by the vultures, mm. by the uh, eagles, etc. Mm. And they told me, for example, a vulture is laying only one egg per year for 15 mm. years. They reach mm. sexual maturity at eight years, etc. Mm. And when you look at that and you look at the numbers which has been killed in the mm. communities, See that in the next five to ten years, Kenya will no more have vulture. Mm. So, what should be my contribution to that? If I have a technology, if I can share the innovation with others, so mm. I start the discussion with those who are only in pure conservations, and we can launch a discussion. Sometimes we can even meet some weekends and just discuss openly around that. I learn from them. I share what mm. they are doing. Mm. What we are doing, if it can help, you good. If not, I've, at least I've learned something or they have learned something from me mm. and we move. So this is how uh, I spend some time mm-hmm. yeah, okay. on the weekends exploring mm. things which may be helpful or not sometimes. Mm. Sometimes you just, uh, I don't have fix, Facebook account, but in some other links mm. like uh, Twitter, whatever. Mm. You go there, you see what people are discussing about mm. etc. Maybe inspire you, maybe you contribute to the discussions. Mm. Sometimes like on LinkedIn, you can meet new people, mm. friends that you left 20 years ago. Mm. So that's happened also. Okay. But things like uh, Facebook, TikTok, which I sometimes... Hmm, you're on TikTok? No, no, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which sometimes you're saying something. (laughs) I can say those things sometimes can spend your whole day and you don't know what you really did. Mm. You're just scrolling, having reading endlessly. And you start on the A point. You don't know how you reach the Z point. You are just connecting from things to things. Sometimes at the end, you don't know exactly what we are looking for. Mm. I say no. Yeah. Oh, you were on those sites. Then you deleted your accounts. I had a Facebook account Mm. initially for Mm -hmm. almost two years. Mm. But I noticed it was not helping me, really. Sorry for those who are using it, but for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Everybody has a preference. 
It's okay. It's totally okay. So, um, you had mentioned something that you went to apply for uh, the Ildri Fellowship um, mm. using uh, in the in the cyber cafe. Sorry, mm. how much did you pay? I have to ask this for the cyber cafe. That time we were paying cyber cafe almost a dollar per hour. A dollar per hour, okay. Yeah, it was around a dollar per hour. Those so days. There was no computer, laptops like uh, it's available everywhere now, and internet connections where you can use your Safaricom data and connect it. It was not like this. Uh. So we had to go to internet. Let me tell you, mm. we ha- when we are doing our uh, MSC sometimes, mm. the whole batch, we, I don't know, we had 12 of, 12 of us doing that mm. in that group of MSC. Mm. One of our lecturers was coming from Vienna. It was mm-hmm. called Professor Oskov. Mm. Vienna, Austria. Yes. And um, he gave us a laptop. Mm. Not a laptop per person, but mm. a laptop for all of us. Uh-huh. That was a great innovation for us. <laughs> he might not know, so, but it was so uh, life-changing for you guys, right? Yes, yes. Mm. Now, instead of going to using the the desktop, that big desktop eh, mm. of those days mm. at the office to tap your stuff, when going back home in the evening, if you book the the laptop earlier, you can go mm. and spend the night with the laptop. So you spend your night tapping all your texts, etc. And in mm. the morning, you give the laptop, you save your, your document in the floppy disk, Mm. You have to buy a lot of floppy disks because mm. you want to save scan, shoe scans. The mm. floppy disk is already full. You move to another floppy disk. Mm. So the laptop was, in fact, a great uh, innovation for us. Mm. And um, why are you getting the internet? When you go no, at that time now, at the end, no, no, no. When you are going home, you are not using internet. Oh, you're, you just you write your document. Oh, you're okay. just writing your oh. document uh, on what and save it. If you want to go and send something now, you go. You're gone. Oh? Sorry, you, you are gone oh, for a my while. My battery is going down. Oh, okay. Yeah, my battery is going down. That's why. The next okay, so 10 minutes. Do you want to charge? I'm a, you don't have a charger. I don't have a charger here. I love it. Okay. Uh, so, uh, just, as, just to finish off, um, uh, the reason why I'm asking that is, is, was, is there a difference between being in Cameroon and Kenya? Of course, there's a difference. Mm. When you are where you have the bigger family, you have the friend you grew up with, Mm. And and uh, hello. Yes, you're you back now. Have your shamba very close. Mm. Yeah, you ha- having your shamba very close. Having your friends, your very old friends, mm. and uh, extended families close, etc. It's always different. Mm. It's always different. Okay. And. 
And uh, of course, there you see everybody in the street will be talking in French or in Pidgin in English or whatever. Mm. Or local language. Mm. I have no one to talk my local language with here. Mm. <laughs> so that can be different sometimes. Mm. And my kids are not talking here at all. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's also mm. good because you learn mm. new things. Mm. You learn And you learn? You learn uh, how to enjoy chapati, mm. enjoy Yamashoma, the way it's done here, mm. etc. Mm. You go out, you enjoy some other exotics, exotic uh, food, fruit, mm. vegetables mm. that are not. So you explore new things, new friends, new contact, new science, etc. Okay. Yeah. Uh, last question. How do you feel after having this conversation? Yeah, always go to share the experience with others. Mm. It's wonderful. Mm. Of course, when starting, you don't know where exactly you'll be landing. Mm. When started talking, it's not something you wrote somewhere that you're going to read. It's just, just coming from your heart, from your brains and Share it. It's very nice. Thanks for listening to this conversation. Um, if you have any questions, input, or comments, uh, kindly click on the link on the show notes. Uh, and record your message and uh, that would be featured depending on your request that will be featured on the next episodes.